I know a lot of you have been looking to hear from the newest Boston College commitment, quarterback Jacoby Robinson. On today's show, you're going to get to hear directly from him about his decision to choose Boston College. This is an interview you're not going to want to miss. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. On today's show, we're going to get into Jacoby Robinson. You're going to want to hear his thoughts on BC, why he chose the Eagles, and everything in between. We're going to look a little bit into his weekend that he had. He had a huge weekend down in Texas. You're going to hear about that. And then we're going to chat about Makai Ashton Langford making his decision and news around BC basketball. So, let's kind of roll this back a little bit here. I know some of you know who Jacoby Robinson is. Some of you may not. If you've been following along on BC Bulletin, Boston College has a commitment from class of 2023 from a Texas quarterback named Jacoby Robinson. Uh, He was not a very highly rated recruit when he came out, but everything that we've heard about him has said that this is a kid with a lot of talent um, that needs some development, but has a humongous upside. Now, this weekend down in Dallas, Texas, they were the regionals uh, of the Elite 11 quarterback challenge. Now, the Elite 11, if you don't know what that is, is a quarterback. Um, it's a it's a quarterback challenge, basically, right? They take quarterbacks from around the areas. They have them compete, doing different throws, different, um, you know, drills, things like that, and then they pick certain quarterbacks to go to the Elite 11 Finals. Now, the Elite 11 has had final quarterback winners that are some of the biggest names in college, and some of the biggest names that of college football end up playing at these events. Names like Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence, Matthew Stafford, Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Liner, Geno Smith, Mark Sanchez, Tim Tebow, Vince Young, Kyle Lorton, and Troy Smith. So this has been a, it's a big thing. It's put on by Nike, and it's something that quarterbacks um, really get their name out there. I'm sure Arch Manning will be part of it next year, um, and, but Jacoby Robinson was trying to get his name out there. Now, you know, he's going, he's in Texas. He's playing against guys in Texas. That's a pretty steep um, learning curve for a kid that doesn't have any major big offers, doesn't have a star, well, has a three-star ranking. But to his credit, he had a excellent Elite 11 from what I've heard. Now, I talked to John Garcia, who you're going to hear from next. He went to the event and he interviewed Jacoby Robinson for us um, about how he did. And he said... Rock solid. He's big and raw, but has a chance. Was top five for me. And then on 247, Gabe Brooks said, Jacoby Robinson got better and better as the day progressed. The tall, long-framed East Texas quarterback in Boston College commit through with impressive arm strength and velocity. He generates a ton of downfield juice with his arm alone. His ceiling should be high as he continues to hone his footwork and align his lower and upper half. Again, these are all things that we've heard of, but more on a bigger scale now. You're starting to see at events like this. Now, the Elite 11, they gave out one ticket, like basically the golden ticket to the finals. And it was to um, a quarterback that's committed to Oklahoma. But that doesn't mean that Robinson is out yet. Now, they do some things where they give out those tickets after the fact. So if a guy grades high, uh, but not the highest at that one. He could still go later. So there's a chance that he Robinson can continue to move on. But 
I, I just think, in general, this was a big event that showcased what he could do. And for Boston College fans, you should really get excited because hearing him talk, I think, really kind of hones it in. So this is John Garcia. John Garcia is part of SI All-American. For those of you that listen to or, watch, or read my stuff on BC Bulletin, SI All-American is kind of like the national uh, flagship that covers recruiting. And John and I have chatted. We've had him on the podcast before. Um, but he was down there and talked to Jacoby and sent me his interview with him. And he's letting us use it for his podcast. So John Garcia at SI All-American. Follow him on Twitter. He's got some great stuff. Um, he's a really good football mind. I love talking to John about stuff because he's done it all. He's, you know, he's got that He's got a huge background in football. So here's John's interview with Jacoby. And we'll and when this is over, we'll get a segue into our conversation about BC basketball in our second segment. It's Kobe Robinson. Good day out here for you. Uh Elite Eleven. How'd you feel? I feel great. You know, being around the best of the best in the state of Texas, it really pushes me to be the best I can be on the football field. I'm just glad I got the experience to come out here and compete. Did you get your card? Did you get your No sir, I oh. didn't. Actually, I didn't do no testing though. Oh, okay. I wonder if they measured you. Did they measure you? Yeah, they, yeah, they did. What'd you come I'm in at? Six three and a half. Six three and a half. How yes, much you weighing? I'm two oh three right now. Gotcha. Um, how'd you feel you did though? I, I thought I did okay. You know, I have a hip flexor. I have a nagging hip flexor right now, so I did the best I could do out here. Understood. Um, what's going on with recruiting, man? Everything's still good. Yeah, everything's BC? great. Yes, sir. Gotcha. When'd you commit again? I committed maybe three weeks ago. Okay. So fresh, still fresh. fresh what yes. was it about BC that put them over the top? BC, the coaching staff. I loved all of them. When I went up there this past week, it felt like family. And I just want to be in an environment where I feel like I can develop to be the best I can be. And I think they're the best for that. you have any ties to that part of the country or anything like that? Or was it just they vowed you, offered, and you went up? They came out and found me, <laughs> and they, they offered me. Gotcha. Has has anybody else who was recruiting you continued to stay in contact, or they were like, dang? No, sir. They don't talk to me no more. Gotcha. Are you good with that? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm Boston College all the way. Gotcha. What do you think of, of, of Halfley, uh, Phil Jerkovich, like that whole crew? They, they should be pretty good this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what was it like? I'm expecting them to do a lot of good things. Coach Halfley, you know, he's a great defensive mind, came from Ohio State. I really like what they're building over there, and I think they could be they could be really good over the next course of these years. What do they see in you? What, what did they he tell you? What did the OC tell you? Yeah, they feel like I can. I have my ceilings high, and I have a lot of potential to run their offense the best that they see me can. They think I can make every throw, and they have a lot of faith in me. Gotcha. Um, do you, do they like compare you to anybody? Do you see yourself? I mean, Djokovic is a big guy like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, like, do you see similarities there? Yes, sir. I, I definitely see similarities. We're, Pretty much same size. He's what is he like six three? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Big quarterbacks. I definitely see myself being as big as that when I when I get into college. Gotcha. What, what do you what do you think you need to work on going forward here? Mm-hmm. Rest of the off season into your senior year. Yeah, I think I just need to work on my anticipation, my consistency with my feet, and being poised in the pocket, and being comfortable with my receivers, my O line, having faith in them to make plays. Yeah, that's basically what I need to work on. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, anything else you're doing this offseason? Any no, other sir, visits? Just working. Gotcha. Just, just working on you. Yep. Just Nothing wrong with that, man. Going to my official in June, I believe, in Boston College. Okay. Nice. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. You, you trying to get some more Texas guys? Oh, yeah. Up there? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I've been talking to some dudes from around here. It's far from them, so. Yeah. You know, I don't know what they're thinking about that. Gotcha. Definitely trying. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, how's Big Bro? He's doing good. Yeah. He likes Kansas State over there. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. 
That was Jacoby Robinson, Boston College commitment, talking to uh, John Garcia about his performance. Here he's got a little injury there. Hopefully that's not nothing too bad. But the big piece that I love is that he's comparing his size to Phil Jakovic. Now, as I said, when Jacoby uh, committed, he's a he's definitely the bigger quarterback, right? William Watson was that local kid that a lot of kid, people around here wanted. He's six foot one eighty five. Jacoby Robinson, 6'3", 205, and he could probably bulk up a little bit more. Much more in the fo- fo- uh, much more in the mold of Jacoby. Now, in a moment, we're going to chat with you about basketball, who got some great news you're going to want to hear about. Now, I love and hate those buzzer beaters. The drama, but oh, the pain when you're on the other side of it and your bracket is destroyed. That's what happened this year with me on a bunch of games. Those close ones. I needed so many teams to win, and it never happened because my bracket is just busted. So head on over to Stat Heroes because they have the NCAA single game pickums that pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through that take up you head-to-head. So just go to Stat Hero. It's the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. Their super simple, slick gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So head on over to StatHero.com right now, slash locked on, and use promo code locked on for 100% deposit match. That's StatHero.com slash locked on, and use promo code locked on for 100% match. Finally, StatHero.com slash locked on, promo code locked on. Terms and conditions do apply. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Happy Tuesday, as I said earlier. You know, for those of you who have already subscribed to our YouTube, I want to thank each and every one of you. It's starting to pick up. I want to get even more, though. So if you're out there listening to this episode, if you're a casual listener, if you've never done it before, go on to YouTube.com, find Locked On Boston College, and hit subscribe. What that's going to do is going to help other BC fans that maybe don't know about this podcast find us. It doesn't cost you anything, and it's the easiest way. If you like my podcast, like what we do here on the show, it's the easiest way to support us. So go to Locked On Boston College on YouTube, hit subscribe. If you got a couple accounts, hit subscribe a couple times. If you got you know different accounts that you use it for, and and recommend us to family and friends. You know, share it with them. Tell them about our podcast. I actually found out my brother's not even a big Boston College fan. Um, he, he just texted me the other day. He goes, hey, I just checked out your podcast. Love it. Uh, so the, the, the word gets out there more and more, and I'm excited to, to what we're going to have in store for you as we continue into the summer. Now, one team that had their season end already is the BC basketball team. Men's basketball, their season is over as they had lost, you know, two weeks ago against Miami in that, in that barn, uh, that uh, t- terrible loss. It was one of the worst losses I've seen in a while, but it hurt because it felt good. It, it, not that it felt good, that the team made us feel good. It made us feel something, something that we hadn't felt in a while, which was an emotional attachment to this program. And that was a lot because of the coaching staff. Earl Grant set a culture that people connected with. But it was also because of the players. I thought the players did an amazing job of really kind of living and embodying the um, mantra and culture of what Earl Grant was trying to do. And one of the names of someone I have talked about on this podcast as really becoming himself and really finding 
his his role and finding him like himself as a basketball player was Makai Ashton Langford. Now Makai Ashton Langford just finished his fourth season in college basketball, two with Providence and two with BC. Now, the big question heading into this offseason was whether Makai Ashton Lankford would come back for another year. He had one more year of eligibility. You know, they did the whole senior day with thing with him, and, you know, he's he's talked about how, you know, it's going to be tough not playing with his brother. But on Monday afternoon, after a lot of rumors and people posting about it, Makai Ashton Lankford announced that he is coming back to Boston College basketball. Now, this is huge. Now, you look at where BC is at. Now, I had said there's two guys in the transfer portal right now for BC, Kanye Jones and uh, James Vanderbond, Justin Vanderbond, excuse me. I keep thinking, I keep I always confuse Justin Vanderbond and James Vanderbeek. Stupid mistake, but that's what I do, right? So they're in the transfer portal. This, this Makai Ashton Langford coming back basically takes one of those spots because they have four transfers coming, I mean, four freshmen coming in. So BC has one spot left. And as I've said before, too, there's no word on Gianni Thompson entering the transfer portal yet. I mean, he he. I was just following him on Instagram. He just retweeted or uh, shared out Makai's "I'm returning" post, which doesn't mean anything. But I don't know. I haven't. I have not seen his name enter, and I've talked to BC, and they don't know anything about it either. So it's interesting to watch. But you now have most of the core of what you had last year. The core that really did it. Now the big loss is James Karnick. I, you, you tell me this earlier this year, I would have never thought he'd be it. But you lose him. But you return Jaden Zachary, Damar Langford. You return Quinton Post. And now you have Makai Ashton Langford. And, and TJ Bickerstaff. Bickerstaff is a good rebounder, not the best offensive player, but he can rebound. And that's all you can ask for from him. Now, if you liked the culture and what they did last year, you're getting most of that back. You lost Brevin Galloway, who John Rothstein also tweeted today to confirm that he isn't coming back because my heart went through my chest because I've been talking about him not coming back, and then I realized he could come back technically, I think. But I'm not sure where he's at. You know, he's, It sounds like his career is done. But you have everyone except Vanderby, uh, sorry, Karnick and Galloway of your core players coming back. You have... You know, this this group, like Jaden Zachary, DeMar Langford, these guys were clutch. They were the guys that really kind of got things going. Then you add in Quinton Post, and Makai Ashton Langford's the glue. He's the glue of that group. He's the veteran. He's been there for a while. He found himself with BC this year. And it was a joy to watch because his dad's obviously a lot of fun. But Makai has been a guy who came up with huge aspirations as a four-star recruit. Like one of the biggest recruits in the state in Massachusetts coming out of Worcester. And it's been disappointing. You know, he didn't find it in Providence. I I mean, last year in 2020-2021, did not look it. And that might have been Jim Christian. He looked like a guy that always looked like he was running out of control. And to to, to some extent, the beginning of this year, he was kind of like that too. But he settled in. He found himself. He became a good facilitator. He became a good point guard. And I loved watching him out there. And it was such a great story to watch a guy who came up with so much promise but really hadn't found it and then got a coach that was able to give it to him, to give him a a, a culture and and a a philosophy and a way of playing that really fit his mold. I mean, Makai is all about energy. He is a motor that's always running. Earl Grant's helped him kind of hone that on both ends of the ball. Is he a perfect player? No, he's not. 
Is he going to be in the NBA? Probably not. But he's a lot of fun to watch. He is a veteran. He's got to play with his brother again. I, I love it. I think this is great. And I think you now have the group that you want to push this momentum into 2022. And... I still think there probably might be one or, you know, Johnny Thompson may leave. Who knows? But you probably at least get one more transfer portal spot. So you'll have two. That gives you the chance to add two more bench players or, or if you get a guy talented enough, someone who could probably spot start here or there. You add in the four freshmen and all of a sudden now Boston College has that front end talent that you watch and you go, Ooh, that's good. But they have a bench, something that they didn't have last year. They, they, you know, they were rolling out a six-man rotation, seven-man rotation a lot of those games. They have a bench, and that makes this team very exciting. So Makai Ashton-Langford coming back is big, and it's great for the program. It's great for him. It's great for all involved. So congratulations. Glad to see him back. Now in a moment, we're going to talk some news, and I'm going to talk a little bit about women's basketball and some of the news that came out on Sunday that you're going to want to hear about in terms of Joanna McNamee and her spot with Boston College. Now, after months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the Final Four and will determine this year's national championship this coming week. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, you name it. I was on BetOnline earlier this week. I was ha- I was having a rough streak, but I, I, this is going to sound terrible. I thought St. Peter's Cinderella run was going to run into a, a a wall against UNC, so it was plus eight UNC uh, for St. Peter's, and I put it all on UNC, and I, I undid my rough weekend. You can do that yourself on BetOnline. They remain the best spot for all your latest sports development, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Head on over to Bet Online, where the game starts. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black. We're going to wrap up our show by talking about the news heading uh, into Wednesday. So these are the like the news items that we wanted to talk about uh, for Boston College sports. So women's basketball is the first thing that popped up, and Joanna McNamee. And we talked about this. Um, we chatted about this a couple uh, last week when I was talking um, discussing which coach could be the first to leave BC. And Joanna McNamee was on my list because WVU had just lost their head coach. And I know Joanna McNamee is from that area. Well, multiple reports on Twitter, including, I believe, 247 Sports, say that Joanna McNamee is on campus for for West Virginia right now interviewing for that job. Um, I've also heard from different sources that that she has a massive buyout which in, in women's uh, basketball might be prohibitive. I heard it's almost as much as seven figures, but again, that's all just buzz. Um, will she leave? Will she stay? I don't know. You know, I look at, I, I the first thing I looked at was record and attendance. Okay, so WVU is about 500, so they're a little less than BC in terms of their their production. They're, I think they were 15 and 15 this year. However, their attendance was like 2,200 in terms of the last couple games. BC was averaging like 500 a game. Now, if Joanna McNamee is looking at a program that that backs her, that has fans that back her, she might want to go home and go there. But if the money's good, if she likes Boston, which I've heard she does, then she might want to stay in Boston. So 
it's anyone's guess which which where her head is at and unless you're talking to her or know her agent you don't know what she's thinking but we'll keep our eyes open for this because it's gonna be big news you know it would stink to lose her because she's done a nice job putting a culture here but i've i'm starting to trust bc's athletic department in terms of making their hires not just pat Kraft. i mean martin jarman hired jeff halfley and i i'm still a fan of that pat Kraft hired earl grant i think that's a good hire so do I trust that Pat Kraft could find a next Joanna McNamee? Absolutely. But we'll have to wait and see where they're at because it's just in the initial stages and it's just rumor and hearsay right now. We don't really have the details of what's going on, but we'll keep our ears open on that one. A little hockey transfer news as Grant Riley, a um, true freshman that was committed to Boston College, is decommitted and he- is heading to Northeastern. This seems like it came on the on the heels of BC landing a goalie from Colgate who um, has had a good couple seasons, but is going to probably start for BC at least one or two seasons. So uh, Grant Riley is heading to Northeastern. Hopefully this doesn't come back to bite BC in the butt because that's a that's a big loss when you lose a, a, a recruit like that. But we'll keep our ears open on that one. And we'll wrap up there. That's our news for today. Just a quiet day there at Boston College. But if you have anything that you want us to talk about, hit me up on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC or follow the podcast at LockedOnBC on Twitter as well. Follow us on Facebook. We're at Boston College SI. That's our uh, BC Bulletin Facebook page. I put up all our articles on there. Now, if you follow us um, on our site, if you, are, like, if you just sign into the SI website, you now get a free newsletter sent directly to your uh, email box. So hopefully you enjoy that. This gives you uh, just basically a digest of everything we've written for the day, and including our podcast. You'll get everything on there. So uh, go over to si.com and find BC Bulletin on there to get all your news as well. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Recruiting Wednesday. I've got my nose all over that and get everything that you're going to want to know about for BC football. And I'll tell you some news about the past weekend and some names you're going to want to know about and everything in between. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.